There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An Erio's original. Each week, we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week, you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is The Aftermath. The Aftermath. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Aftermath. We have a very special treat for you today. We're doing a mailbag episode. With me today is producer Amanda Lund. Good afternoon, Rebecca. Good afternoon, Amanda. And also fact checker Chris Smith. Hi, guys. It's nice to be here. I love being I love doing mailbag episodes because it means I don't have to do my typical mountains of research. (laughs) You don't research for the mailbag episodes? Wait a minute. Am I supposed to? <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point. Make sure these email addresses are, are real oh, and geez. not just bots. Yes, of course I do that. Okay. I do that every time. <laughs> so, Amanda, you said you had some announcements. Let's let's hear the announcements up top. Okay, I, I do. I have four little, um, you know, orders of business before we dive into our listener emails. Um, the first one, I just want to go over a few ways that people can support the podcast, um, because, you know, there's not just one way to do it. There's a bunch of different ways. And there's one way out there that's right for everyone. Oh, I love that. Skywriting. <laughs> that, yes, skywriting. Skywriting, who they think is to blame. Okay, so that's one. What's okay, yeah. another one? <laughs> skywriting is one. Um, another one is to rate and review. 
Mm. Now, we talk about this a lot, um, but it really, really helps the podcast. Oh, there's a, a noise happened. Okay. But it really, really helps the podcast be discovered. It helps us uh, rise up the charts on Apple Podcasts. Um, and you know, we want to be number one. That's right. Now, do you think our listeners can make us number one, Amanda? I do. I really do. Maybe number one in the uh, tragedy, history, comedy uh, area. <laughs> so the 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 you're, are you talking about the drama faces, the tragedy comedy <laughs> <Yes>. faces, <laughs> that category on iTunes. But we have gotten a recent review, and Rebecca, I know this one's going to make you mad. Uh oh, hit me. Okay, so this is four stars, and it <gasps> comes in from Lord Pretty E. And the title of the review is 1985. Okay. Oh, God. It, it says, good podcast, but I don't think that it was 1985 when the colony landed at Roanoke. And that, and he took, he or she, Lord, I'm assuming, is a he. He <laughs> took one star for that little blip. Listen, uh, that's right. And that's why we need the rest of the Alarmy to come in and drown out that one four-star review with their good five-star reviews. Uh, Let me just say this. Let thee who hath never... (laughs) Go on. uh, uh, Improperly set a date. Mm. Throw the first four-star review. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think. Okay. And I believe I read that in the Bible. Okay. I like how you're putting it in fancy language so the Lord can understand it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. If you've never messed up a date or messed up a word, okay, go ahead. Give us that four-star review. But if you have, the Lord watcheth over. Yeah, I don't know. I also think it's interesting that he said it it didn't happen in 1985 because 1985 as we all know is the year that um the movie Back to the Future is set. And is there is the possibility that <laughs> the disappearance of Roanoke was the result of a time machine going back in time, a time machine in 1985 going back in time disappearing the colony and then returning in 1985. So it actually technically could have happened in 1985 if there were a time machine, which we all know that there might probably was if there was a, a one built. Okay, okay. That's a good point, Chris. That's, that's very... I'm, I'm supporting your claim that, it, <laughs> that when you said that the Roanoke disappeared in 1985. <laughs> well, when, when Lord, the uh, Lordy said, yeah. And honestly, that's, like, that's my, that's the editor's fault. So that one's all on me. <laughs> I should have caught it. Um, no, but no, it, that's me. Um, but for the rate and reviews, I thought we could do like a fun contest where if people rate and review on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it and tag us on Instagram, we'll enter you in a raffle to win an Alarmist t-shirt. That sounds fun. Sounds really fun. Do you get to choose the size of the t-shirt? <laughs> you can choose the size for sure. That's cool. That's or, cool. Or what maybe we should just do choose? like an XXXXL and that way it fits everyone. That's yeah. good. <laughs> you can tie it, cut it up and tie it up as you please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So get us those, tag us on Instagram. Let's say by like, uh, what, next Tuesday? What is that? The Oh, that's election day. 
Oh, maybe yeah. we should extend the deadline. Let's do two weeks because people don't want to be Instagramming trying to win a T-shirt when there's like life or death That's stakes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the 10th. Yes. Do it November by the 10th. 10th. That'll be perfect. Uh, and just to run, uh, run that by, you're going to take a photo of your review, a screenshot of it, and you're going to tag it the uh, at the alarmist podcast on Instagram. And I'll make sure to compile all of them and we'll raffle it up, Amanda. I love it. Okay, second order of business. We have a new item of merch. What is it? It's perfect for the holidays. Okay, it is a stay alarmed touch tool. <laughs> What's a touch tool? Okay. Oh, we have one. <laughs> a touch tool. This is this I'm sending it to you guys so you can see. I'll put it in the chat so you can look at it. So this is a beautiful brass engraved touch tool, which is essentially like a little keychain that you can use to touch elevator buttons. You can open doors oh. with it. That's so cool. I mean, I already have one, and that's why I know that I I think it's really cool. <laughs> So this I think that's just the perfect stocking the, stuffer. And this helps stop the spread of the novel coronavirus? I mean, as we've learned, it's mostly transferred through aerosol and droplets, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you don't want to have to sanitize your pesky little fingers every time you take a step. So this will help, you know, maybe keep your hands a little bo- a bit more, uh, less dry, a little bit more moisturized. Hmm. Yes, that's the idea. Okay, I know. Sorry, I know I have a lot of business. There's only two no. more things. <laughs> Go on. Okay. Um, the third one is that we've never actually advertised this, but you all hear it every time you start the podcast. You can tip us. So it's a feature called ACAST Supporter. Uh, it's linked in our show notes, and it's just a one-time tip. That you, if you like what you're hearing and you want to give us a little something to keep us keeping the, these going, uh, you can go to the link in the show notes and send us a one-time tip or donation through ACAST Supporter. That's very cool. I mean, it, it's going to help us tr- keep those mics on, you know, because that, that's a lot of electricity we're spending, right, Amanda? I mean, you're editing that's that's also I know it's you know every time I edit it it's probably like a dollar a minute (laughs) (laughs) but you know but in all seriousness we do want to keep making uh more episodes and there's a lot that goes into every little episode that you might not uh realize behind the scenes so uh it's a good way to support uh, us uh if you want more exactly And last but not least, our Discord page is poppin'. Oh, really? (laughs) Have you not been on it? It's really fun. It's a very lively conversation. And uh, this one, joining the Discord, I mean, it doesn't really help promote the podcast, except for the fact that it makes it more fun for everyone. So uh, link to our Discord, also in the show notes. Uh, It's an app. It's like a, I don't know, how, how do you describe it, Rebecca? Well, it's like an interactive conversation where it's almost like a a, a forum is what it is. Uh, You can talk to other Alarmy members and you can, I mean, I I, I like that you can use all the uh, 
emojis so you can respond with emojis and and just keep the conversation going after every episode if you have thoughts and and it's just easier to do it on this page as opposed to on like uh, a post on instagram yeah it's it's basically like a slack right Mm -hmm. right exactly um and now chris is just joining it so well i just downloaded it (laughs) oh good i think you'll like it it's kind of fun it's that easy. Um, well, that's fun. Okay, so now that's do- all my announcements. Okay, okay. So Good job, Amanda. Thank you. Really good job. <laughs> Can I go now? Now, we've had some uh, uh, emails that have come in. This one was from Lynn, and Lynn says... Great episode. However, I would like to suggest that one of the underlying factors is the lack of access to cheap, reliable birth control. Without uh, accessible birth control, the population... Oh, she's talking about the Bhopal gas tragedy. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Without accessible birth control, the population continues to expand, which requires more food, which necessitated the Green Revolution. That requires massive amounts of fertilizer. So thanks all and have a happy day, Lynn. (laughs) So she's taken it way back. Talk about, you know, from the beginning, she's saying we should have, they should have had more birth control. I mean, we could also say there should be more sex education. Mm. That's right. In India. Or everywhere, really. Everywhere. And more birth control everywhere. That's right. So that's an interesting point that Lynn made. I I didn't... I wasn't on the Bhopal episode. Um, Oh, it doesn't mean you can't chime in. (laughs) You don't need to know anything (laughs) to chime in. No, that's true. Um, I guess I'd say, yeah, I guess... My the counter argument would be well, what if um, Adam and Eve had um, accessible birth control? Then there wouldn't even be a human population. Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah, that uh, is the counter argument. Are you still glad? <laughs> are you still glad you let me chime in? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that said, I don't think it's going to really change our verdict that much. Um, but thank you, Lynn, for writing in. Now, uh, this one is from Jade, and Jade says, Hi, everyone. First off, I love this podcast. I usually listen to your podcast whilst working on the rapid response car from the ambulance service. I'm listening to the Jaws podcast, and I want to reassure you that sea lice are very, very real. I was unaware of them until I visited Fiji and was smothered. The only other thing worse, sand flies. I've never had more pain than that time, than the time I sat in the sand and got sandy fly bites to my bottom. And uh, that's from Jade in Hampshire, UK. So thank you for um, really having my back, mm-hmm. Jade, mm-hmm. and confirming the, the, the sea lice uh, that I know I had experienced in my life, but was apparently a controversial thing to say. I didn't know I was stepping into that one. Um, Congratulations, Rebecca. <laughs> yes, you're vindicated, and Chris and I look like idiots. We look like a, yeah, look, look like a couple sand flies is what we look like. <laughs> and that's the worst. <laughs> okay, so we also have Eve 
um, who wrote in, Eve said, uh, a few weeks ago, you did a story that concerned hippies. You referred to the hippies and their ho- hula hoops. What? <laughs> hula hoops were in the late 1950s. The hippies didn't appear in the late 1960s until the late 1960s or early 1970s during the Vietnam War. The hula hoop craze was long over. Not sure how you put the two together. Well, that was Chris. So, Chris, what do you have to answer for yourself? What did I say? You said the dirty hippies hoops? and their hula hoops. <laughs> right? Didn't you? Yeah. Yes. I, I, yes. Okay, I apologize for my statement. Not all hippies use hula hoops, and not all hula hoops are around hippies. Um, that's 100% correct. They're different generations. Um, I guess I was just going with sort of like an H thing. Um, oh. Hippies and their hula hoops. Um, and I just opted for hula hoops instead of helicopters or um, hiking. A hitchhi- mm. I should have said hippies hitchhiking and their hitch- hippies. hitchhiking, hitchhiking oh. hippies. Well, you know, Chris, you can't just say anything on this podcast. Our listeners will hold you accountable, yeah. and that's why we love them. <laughs> you know what? I could see an argument where some hippies were using hula hoops because if they were popular in the 50s, there's a chance that their parents had them. Mm-hmm. Or that they used them when they were kids. But, but you meant use them like the hula hoops to make a bong out of. What is that? What I was saying? Have you you guys have never done like smoked weed out of a hula hoop? Well, no. no, It seems a little too wide to pull any weed out of. Or though you use, how do you use it? Well, I think it's like like how you make an apple bong. Okay, so you poke a hole in one. Yeah, and then you. Yeah, then maybe you cut it down from the top, and then two hippies on either side of it, sort of (laughs) sucking. Are you making this You're, up? She's now making this up as she goes. <laughs> no, she's making it I'm up. I'm making it up, but I, I'll have to look into that. Or one of our <laughs> listeners probably knows. Actually, I don't think our <laughs> listeners really smoke weed. <laughs> no, we're researching, yeah, we're so learning, we're reading. Are... You can't smoke weed and, and read about history. Or I guess you can. You can. I guess you can. <laughs> You're right, Eve, though. I, I re- redact my statement. It was it was just wrong to put the hippies <laughs> together with the hula hoops. So, and I apologize to all the hippies and all the hula hoops. Thank you, Chris. Um, so here's another one. This might be for Amanda, and this is from Richard. Um, oh and Richard says, "Hi, when are you guys going to appear on Amazon Music? The greatest podcast on earth deserves to be everywhere." Thanks, Richard. Okay, uh, this is. I have received some emails from Amazon. I need. I need to get on that. It's a new, I don't really understand what Amazon music is, but it does. Let me search my inbox and see if that's come up in an email that I've let slide. Amazon music. Okay, here it is. Uh, let's get your podcast on Amazon music. Okay, What do I have to do? <laughs> oh God. If it's a one click solvable situation. <laughs> oh, it says I can. Okay. Let me try. I'm going to do it right now. Let's see if I can do this. Wow, this is exciting. <laughs> wow. Re- in real time. Richard, it's happening. Okay, thank you, Richard. I knew it sounded, the minute I heard that, I go, you know what, Amanda? You, you left an email hanging. <laughs> 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 Let me see here. Okay, so I'm going to our hosting page. Let's see, the alarmist uh, settings, maybe? Possibly. Uh, Amazon podcast, your show is submitted. Oh my god! It said I submitted it already. 
Oh. So okay, I don't know Richard. why. I don't know why uh, uh, this is going to means I have to look into this, but I'll write it down on my notepad. Well, it's coming soon, Richard. Just hold on tight. Amanda's on it and she's going to get it for you. What? When was that email sent? Um, Richard, uh, it might have been a few, like maybe a week or so ago. Yeah, that should be it should be up, but I'm going to have to look into that. So Richard, yeah, just give me a minute. All right. All right. Now, here is another uh, little comment we got from uh, Pete Thomas. Uh, He wrote on Facebook, if the mayor is Trump. okay, so this is in reference to the Jaws uh, movie episode. If the mayor is Trump, the medical examiner is Fauci. And what a bigger mess we'd be in if Fauci was a toady like the medical examiner. He deserved at least a big slap. Yeah. Did he get away without having a big slap? He did. He did. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Rebecca? Oh, man. I mean, just this statement. I So if I recall correctly, we ended up sending uh, capitalism. We gave them the, the big slap, right? We gave, We sent the mayor to the alarmist jail and we gave capitalism the big slap and honestly if we're holding people accountable i i think in a way pete pete thomas is right i think we should have given the big slap to the medical examiner because i mean he he could have he could have controlled the situation in a much better way and then we wouldn't have had that mess because he had the body. He had the first body from the first victim. I mean, our our guest expert wouldn't probably um, agree with me. I Look, I think we leave it as is. It was a well, but but this was a really good point. And just the fact that we're even considering changing it, is, it just, you know, says to me that there's a lot there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What do well, you think? Pete, Tom- Pete, Pete Thompson, Thomas can't really take that to the bank and cash it, but you know what? <laughs> it was a good effort, um, and thanks for planting the seed in our mind. Yeah, that scene with the medical examiner is so funny because... In the one instance, he's like, yeah, it was definitely a shark. And then a few minutes later, he comes in with the mayor and he was like, eh, yeah, I don't care. It wasn't a, it wasn't a murder. Like, he comes off as such a loser. I hate him so much. So I would have loved to slap him. But I don't know. To go to reopen the books, reopen the case. I mean, you know how much people don't understand this, but whenever we change a uh, verdict or a ruling, Mm -hmm. there's a ton of paperwork. We've got to (laughs) log into the system. The system is password protected. And so I've got to, and I don't don't save the password on my computer. So I have it written down somewhere. So I got to, first I log into the system. Mm-hmm. Then I've just got to get through a ton of red tape just to access the files to bring them out. Mm. It's usually a two to three day process of me down in the library with the books. I usually order Chinese food or, or Indian food, depending on what I like. And I'll <laughs> sit down with the files and I'll refile. Is it a big slap? If it's moved off of the big slap, if mm-hmm. they go to jail, you know, and so... Uh, it would just be exhausting to get back into yeah. it right now. I mean, you're already drowning in so much paperwork, right? <laughs> I have, my God. <laughs> okay, fair enough. We don't want to do that to you, so let's okay. just... All right, all right. So we also... This is actually from the uh, Discord. Uh, John Cohen. Uh, he, John Cohen said on our Discord uh, discussion that some... This is regarding Vlad the Impaler episode. Someone in the chat was saying epigenetics, and that should have been on the board, in my opinion. Essentially, nature and nurture were to blame. His DNA possessed the capacity for this madness. Thanks, family. And his life experiences triggered the expression of the crazy. Again, thanks, family. So that's John Cohen. Now, Chris, what is epigenetics? In biology, epigenetics is the study of heritable phenotype changes that do not involve alterations in the DNA sequence. Um, hmm. Epigenetics most involved most often involves changes that affect gene activity and expression, but the term can also be used to describe any heritable phenotype phenotypic change. So they're basically saying. What, it's he inherited from his dad? I guess so. That's I guess that's what John's saying. The DNA. It's his DNA. Mm. Oh, it's just the study of how your behaviors and environment can cause changes that affect the way your genes work. Okay, so it's nature versus... Mm-hmm. It's nurture versus nature. It's his, his environment. He's mm. basically saying the combination of him going to jail when he was a kid, them being surrounded by the two... Um, sort of warring uh, nations or civilizations or whatever at the time. 
um, just the, the combination of all the things that was going on around him. And that's what contributed to him being an impaler, as yeah, they say. Exactly. I mean, that's a concise think? way to... It is. It's a good umbrella Go there, term. yeah. <laughs> but I guess you could blame a lot of things on epigenetics if, that, if we were going to go there. It is kind of a catch-all. But I kind of like it. I mean, it's definitely something to keep in the back of our head moving forward because it will probably mm-hmm. come in handy to at least put up on the board, um, sort of like some of the other little keywords that we use, like lack of resources or um, a series of what did I think this is Bhopal, the guest expert called something like a series of systematic failures. Ah, because it yeah. does feel very in our in our wheelhouse. Yes. Okay, well, uh, you know what? We'll put it on a post-it, and we'll put it on our laptop so we remember the word. Oh, are you saying I have to go back to the filing room? <laughs> All right. Um, and, yeah, oh, so and then we got this really long email, Amanda. Oh, yes. Uh, and Chris, we got a really long email from, uh, oh, I got to sign on. Jeez, Louise. You guys vamp while I do this. Uh, disasters. So Amanda, um, <laughs> what do you think about... Um, uh, what's your take on... Uh, oh, God. Pl- this is plane crashes. Well. Okay. Plane, oh, plane okay. crashes. Okay. Enough, uh, they're enough. sad and scary. <laughs> Boat <Okay>. fires. <laughs> We're ready. Uh, okay. So this is an email we got <laughs> from Christopher McDonough. McDon- it's D-O-N-O-U- McDonough. 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 Okay. And he wrote a really long email. I'm not going to write it. I'm not going to read it, but uh, the whole thing, but I'll read an excerpt. It's about the Betty Broderick murders. So he says, uh, I just listened to the Betty Broderick murder episode and I found that interesting. I I found uh, that what I found was interesting was that I'm actually a, a San Diego divorce lawyer. Though, admittedly, I started my career about 30 years after this case was unfolding, so my perspective might be outdated. But from my perspective, Daniel, Dan, uh, probably did deserve a big slap. Uh, Not for the reasons, but not for the reasons you outlined Mm. lack of compassion. It seems like Betty was unstable from the start, and it's unlikely any compassion on his part would have changed Betty's behavior, aside, I suppose, from not having an affair and subsequent divorce. Her stalking and harassing behavior was definitely beyond the pale. And while it's tempting to think that if he just said the right thing, it would that it would have fixed it, the, it probably would not have. However, the outline of the case matches a very common divorce tactic. Even today, traditional gender roles still tend to prevail, which means that you have a high-earning husband and a woman who cares for the kids. In a divorce, the courts order award custody according to the best interests of the child, uh, which usually means that the parent uh, who's spending the most time with them, if they're a stay-at-home mother, they're usually uh, found to be the best caretaker. And child support is calculated based on who was the ch- uh, was the child's uh, more, was with the child more and who earns more money. Okay. In Dan's case, earning $1 million a year, it likely it's likely that he'd be facing substantial child support payments until the children turned 18 and spousal support payments for the rest of his life for Betty. There's a certain subset of high-earning men who absolutely hate this idea that 
and they might ha- that they might have to pay their spouse anything and uh, while and will turn into any strategy strategy to avoid this. A very common strategy is restraining orders. Looks like we are reading the email. (laughs) I'm interested. (laughs) Well, and and then he goes on to say that, you know, it's possible that he kind of uh, conflated this situation so that he could get these restraining orders so that she then would... um, would not receive spousal the the spousal support that she uh, probably deserved based on his income. So she, so he's he, she, so he for, uh, sorry. No. What's his name is saying? Uh, Christopher is saying that um, the husband forced her hand in a way and and drew out this behavior so that he could avoid paying her over time. Well, he in order to not have to pay her, he would have had to get the restraining orders, right? So perhaps it was a tactic he used to like allow her to go, um, you know, that extra mile, that extra step, um, as opposed to stopping it before she went there, because then he could get a restraining order on her. Interesting. I mean, I think it's definitely true that Dan was enabling her behavior in certain ways and probably the worst she looked to the court like I think he he wanted custody of the children in part probably also because that would mean that he wouldn't have to pay as much right to Betty um so I I mean I feel like we kind of touched on that in the episode but um yeah that's a good point yeah, it's just bring, he, he Christopher is basically saying we you know he, we were right on about Dan, but the sort of like he he Dan is sort of narrowing in on the strategy as a lawyer that uh, or Christopher is narrowing in on the strategy of the lawyer that the husband was using um, against Betty as being the sort of reason why he was the most sort of nefarious in this in this sort of engagement, like he used the system against her in a way. Right. And which would make down a little Dan a little bit more calculated than we probably uh, made him out to be yeah. in the episode. Yeah. Although we did slap him, right? We did slap we him. Did we did slap, slap him. him. <laughs> but but Christopher's saying we slap him for the wrong reason. But if someone's getting like if I've been slapped before and it really didn't matter what the reason was. It hurt. It like my face hurt a little bit. It was cold on that day, so it left like a little red mark. So Uh-huh. Oh well, now I mean, I'm curious what the reason was. <laughs> I I can't say on that. I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you in private though. I've been slapped before. Mm, now I'm very curious what the reason of that was. <laughs> My brother slapped me. We were fighting. <laughs> we were kids. <laughs> yeah, I've been slapped before too. <laughs> Why? Tell well, what, yeah, you have to tell now us. Tell well, one time, my mom and I slapped each other. <laughs> oh, and my fun. I've been slapped a couple times. Uh, then also me and my friend, when we were like eight, we decided we'd both slap each other. Just yeah, just as like an experiment. And uh-huh. I slapped her really light, and she went. Whoop, and got me oh, real no. good. So yours are just from sort of like games, basically, like uh, like ill-advised games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, like violent games are the only way I can experience any joy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow, super cool. Good to know. <laughs> like Ed Gein. <laughs> ah, um, okay, so... That's all I've got. And we, we, we had a lot this month. 
We had a lot of people write in, and I encourage everyone to keep doing so. We love to hear what you guys have to say about these different episodes, and we like to discuss them. And, you know, we even got a, uh, now we know a divorce lawyer in San, San Diego, Amanda. And uh, we might be calling Chris. on him very shortly. <laughs> <laughs> I always say Amanda because when we're recording these, I'm looking at Amanda's face, and but, but Chris is sitting right next to me. I guess for that particular one that I was talking about a divorce divorce lawyer, I didn't want him to respond to. You it. don't want to yeah, you don't want your husband to have access to a divorce lawyer. Those boys <laughs> no. getting together concocting their schemes. Yeah, they're restraining getting their all of their restraining orders in place. Um I, I don't really like, I feel like I need a divorce lawyer or a restraining order. I'll just get your brother to slap you again. If you do anything, if you no. do anything bad, I'll he, just We're go. too old now. We wouldn't, we wouldn't go there anymore. I think I can talk him into it. <laughs> My brother's the only person in the world who can slap me. It's true. I've tried. There's a force field around her that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like a sibling thing, you know? <laughs> anyway. Well, that is it for this week's aftermath right unless we have anything else no i did all my announcements up top so nothing and i just i just want to ask the listeners to uh write in and and let me know how you like my mustache i have a mustache now i've shaven uh my part of my face and left a little mustache and just uh write in let me know how it looks okay so i'll I'll take a photo and post it on instagram wait no i just want them to guess how it looks no no i want to get some actual feedback on the mustache i I don't want to share my mustache over the (laughs) world wide web i would rather ask the listeners if they would respond to do i sound more confident do i sound more playful that kind of thing based because what the thing that's changed between the last podcast i did and this one is the mustache well listeners let us know do you want to see chris's mustache and if you guys write in and say you do then i'll post a photo rebecca what do you think of the mustache I'm 50-50. <laughs> so I honestly, I could use some outside uh, opinions. She, she does not. That means she's 100% neutral, doesn't care at all either way. And that must be really hard for well, Chris. Talk, talk about it. She doesn't, she doesn't, we don't have physical slaps that go on in this household, but the emotional ones hurt just as bad, you know? That's hard when you emerge with a new mustache and your spouse says nothing. <laughs> at least have an opinion i don't like it I, I like it it's okay it just no just nothing i'm just <laughs> no anyway. i did say i was 55 percent in I, I i i i should take that back i was 55 percent in i liked it because it felt like it was an, a stranger in my house oh yes every woman's <laughs> fantasy <laughs> and and fear honestly <laughs> well Okay, and, and on that note, um, <laughs> uh, please, everyone, stay alarmed, stay well, stay safe, and for the love of God, don't forget to vote. I don't care if you're in 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 England. I don't care. <laughs> oh wait, are you encouraging? No, I'm not. I'm not encouraging anything. Illegal. Just ballots? if you live in the United States, please, and 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 you can vote, then please exercise your right to vote. I second that. I agree. Okay, well, have a great week, everyone.
And and tune in next week. We're figuring out who's to blame for the breakup of the Spice Girls. And that's coming out on Election Day. Erios. Powered by ACAST. 